Hello, hello, and welcome, or should I say ho, 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 Christmas cousins. I'm Cousin Chad. I don't know where Cousin Seth is, but we have a really special guest on today. We have Casey from The Heart of Reviews. You can find her on Instagram, at The Heart of Reviews. She does amazing reviews of all the Hallmark movies, and we've been trying to have her on the show for a while to review one of these and help us try to figure out what's going on. We found the perfect movie. We're going to be reviewing Magic and Mistletoe. And welcome to the show, Casey. This is so, I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to finally be an official honorary cousin. Yes, exactly. And on top of it, the crowd's already cheering for you, Casey. You're no, an instant hit. I love hit. it. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Are you nervous in front of a live studio audience? You seem oh, very I'm comfortable. very nervous, especially in front of this particular live studio audience. Yes. They're very rambunctious. You've probably heard they often tailgate. They have signs. I mean, it's almost like a Jimmy Buffett Grateful Dead style <laughs> concert going. It's mm-hmm. wild in here. But they show up. Sometimes for a 10-minute episode, we'll have a full house. I can't believe it. But I know. They're so loyal. They really are. They're so loyal. And they're mainly here to see Cousin Seth if he shows up on time. Who knows? But when you're an eccentric genius like Seth, you show up when you show up, and we're just happy for it. Welcome, Cousin Seth. Uh, hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so, I am Casey. so sorry. I got wrapped up in a whirlwind of excitement and everything. Really? Hi, Casey. How are you? Hello. Nice to meet you. Finally, I'm meeting my cousin you're... for the first time. Seriously. I know. I know. We got a lot well, Seth, of a lot to get through. Sorry, genealogy Seth, the, stuff and everything. <laughs> Casey just wants to be in part of the will. She's heard how wealthy you are, Seth. That's, okay. that's the goal here. Makes I understand. Sense. Yeah. At least that's you're why honest I, about it. So. Yeah. Casey, why do you think I put up with his tardiness almost every show? So this is good. <laughs> Seth, I figured we had to start. Um, we had to start, and I thought it was funny. I was like, Casey, let's just start with Adam and see how it goes. So far, so good. Actually, Casey's officially replaced you. So it's the okay. Christmas Cousins with Casey and Chad. Uh, special guest, Seth. Welcome, Seth, everybody. <laughs> that was easy. So, Casey, you are here today. We are talking about, you have your, if people want to find you on Instagram, you're at the heart of reviews. So just briefly, how long have you been doing, how long has your Instagram page been up? Are there other socials you have? Do you have a YouTube as well? I I believe you do. do. Um, And then uh, what is your goal overall too? So let's get into a little bit on your background. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I started doing the Instagram reviews in 2021 because I was bored. There was a pandemic. And mm-hmm. I've heard of it. Was, yep, yep. <laughs> and that was just coming out of the uh, Bill Abbott era of Hallmark where things got a little, a little formulaic. Yes. Um, and I wanted to sort of chart that growth of Hallmark because I had, I could see that it was moving towards what it used to be because I grew up watching it. I grew up, you know, as soon as the channel was formed, I was there okay. um, as a child. And so I wanted to see what was going to happen when they got their new CEO and how things were going to change. So I started right. reviewing. And then this year I added a YouTube channel just because I thought sometimes I have more to say than the 2000 characters Instagram allows. So I'm doing reviews over there sometimes. And then I have a few interviews. I'm about to have an interview with Tracy Andreen, who's a Hallmark writer, come out. So oh, fun. very exciting. Yeah. And, and so what is that on YouTube? It, what's the it's channel It's the name? same thing. It's also the heart of reviews. Yeah. 
Okay, so it's at The Harder Reviews on Instagram, at The Harder Reviews on YouTube. Oh, cool, because I follow your Instagram. I really like your reviews. They have a, definitely a unique take, and I like that they're, they're um, you know, they're not all sugar-coated. If you like yeah. it, you like it. If not, they're, you know, you, you, you definitely give your opinion. So I definitely want to check out the YouTube. And I was excited because you did have an episode where you said in the same theme of Christmas Cousins, you had someone watch their first ever uh, Hallmark movie. Yes. I did oh, not really? get to see that. I'm excited I, to check I that out. I was inspired by, by both of you to do that. I was like, well, I mean, I have someone who's never seen any of these. Uh, I, yeah, he he wasn't as interested as Cousin Seth is, I think. But I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> was it a cousin or just a friend? A friend, a friend. Okay, I recommend a cousin because they can, yeah. as much as Seth avoids me, I can find other family members to track him down. A friend, you know, they can kind of bail, but. It's true. Right. You have to, yeah, yeah. Write it into the will. You my... have to watch oh, this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you ever need to Good borrow thing. Cousin Seth for an episode and have him watch one, we can loan him out for the day. I think that we would be a lot of fun. We are cousins now, so definitely. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I'm actually familial obligated. I like... love that idea. We've never thought of monetizing our show by uh, hiring you out, Seth. That would be really cool. <laughs> right. I didn't know that like, I had that kind of value or worth in this world. I think so. Give five to ten minute leeway on the start time and you'll be fine. That's the <laughs> okay, main right. thing. Yeah, Seth. yeah. As long as you don't have any definitive set times or anything like that, <laughs> right. they have to work in. <laughs> That's it. So, Casey, so you've been doing it just for the past couple of years. Uh, and what are your goals overall with it? What are you looking to grow it into? Yeah. That's a great question too. I, I have always had this pipe dream. That's never going to happen, but I've always had this pipe dream of like working for Hallmark. Yeah. I came up when I was younger with like a 14 point plan for how to change the overall demographic of Hallmark, which wow. I will say once they change CEOs, I think they're on like my point number six right now. So they're doing all wow. the things that I want them to do, which has been okay. great. Uh, higher Corbin Blue was point number four for some reason, but they did it. So like we're on the same page. <laughs> okay. um, did your leak? Did your list leak online or something? No, it I think like... we're just we have the same brain. Clearly, wow. um, okay. me and Juan Lucas. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Tyler Hines he commented on one of my YouTube videos, which was absolutely oh, insane. And he wow. commented and he said Casey for president. And I was like, I'm going to internalize that and mean Casey for Hallmark president. And yes, I accept. Right, yeah, that's right. a ringing endorsement. <laughs> that is, I know. Yeah, it, it was especially it, because in that video, I was calling his character like a terrible person from Never Been Chris. <laughs> I was like, he needs therapy. Didn't want him to have any romantic <laughs> relationships. But he was a good. Sport. That is really funny. Yeah, I guess he is a good sport. That's it. That like Seth, you're right. That's a ringing endorsement. The, the hashtag Heine himself saying uh, for president. <laughs> I mean, you actually might be voted in as president of the United States. That guy's pretty popular. I know, right? We gotta get a write-in campaign going, led by Tyler. Hines. <laughs> led by Tyler. I'm gonna write Hines, in the names when I go to vote. <laughs> Seth, can you start a super PAC with your billions and support Casey's movement? I think that would be worth it. I'm all behind it. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like that. So the first order of business will be like Hallmark movies year round, Christmas yes. movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think people are behind it. Yeah. Mandatory viewings of certain mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's Seth a has cool to go goal. to every single person's house and watch a Hallmark movie with them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> as long as they're okay Wait with him being late, no problem. He'll be there. We just don't know exactly when, Casey. So basically, so you've been, you said, a fan of the Hallmark movies since you were a kid. Like you watched them as a little kid. 
Yes. So this yeah. is nostalgic for you too. What first drew you to the movies? I the first one that I really remember watching was Mrs. Miracle uh, in like 2009. And I just fell in love. I mean, it was yeah. beautiful. It was cozy. It was warm. We'd turn out all the lights, just have the Christmas tree on. We'd be eating Dove chocolates. And that was just so beautiful to me. There was, I mean, it's also like it was a story about a broken family. Mm-hmm. And my parents are going to like me saying this, but like my childhood was, you know, like everyone's childhood. It had its ups and its downs. And so yeah. it was nice for me to be able to see this really cozy Christmas film, but also see yes the hard parts of being in a family. Um, and I felt that Hallmark movies really spoke to all of those things. So they made me feel very safe, but also very seen. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, so that you is. can kind of look at some of those things you're going to be challenged with in life or maybe some things that you have going on in your life at the time. And yeah, they're they're not presenting any huge, crazy, ridiculous things where it's just, yeah. you know, beyond comprehension of, you know, a a young kid or something like that. So it's like, okay. Well, Seth, we were um, discussing this earlier because Casey, we were talking about the movie coming up, Heaven Down Here or Heaven mm-hmm. Down There. And yeah. we were saying it looked a right. little serious. Seth and I like the escapist side of it where it's sure. not too serious. <laughs> but we were postulating that maybe someone, they're watching it because it's cathartic for them. They want to mm-hmm. see their own issues and they want to see them resolve. So it sounds like that kind of spoke to you, correct? Yeah, that was yeah, a, it did. Sign in it? Yeah, I will say the the Hallmark movies and mysteries movies in general. I just call that channel the sad channel, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I have to be in the <laughs> in the mood for the sad channel. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, look, they kicked it off this year with someone who was terminally ill. That was like, <laughs> hey, season kickoff. She's retiring because she's dying. I was like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. I also really like how light that movie was too. Like she was dying, but she was so cool with it. I said, okay, yeah. trying to find a balance here. Well, if you were that healthy while you were dying, you'd be fine with it too. I mean, she looks fantastic. She didn't even have a sniffle. Like I'm in worse no. shape with like seasonal allergies than she was with whatever she was dealing with. Remember that one? Did you watch that, Seth? I don't. I don't think so. But I'm just, just envisioning you berating somebody. Like you call that a deathbed? <laughs> You're not even close. Yeah, that was early on. A lot of them, Casey. We uh, we do the previews each week, and and Seth and I discuss which ones we're going to watch. And meanwhile. Mm. Between us, Seth doesn't watch half of them. He watches the one that we have to review, and he finishes right before we go live on there, usually, not always. I've been getting better with my 10 to 15-minute little preview thing, so it's progress. Casey, I highly recommend this. Sometimes if we're not sure, we're like, we're going to do 10 to 15 minutes, and then Mm -hmm. we know by then. That's Hallmark does a good job in that very first act. There are nine acts. That first act, you can tell if you're in or not, I think, most of the time. Magic yeah, and mistletoe, I, I still don't know. I, I don't, I but we'll get there. T- yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, I know. I, I was hearing <laughs> you talk about my Norwegian holiday. That was one where I also was like, I don't know about this. I love the main actor because I love Ted Lasso, but uh-huh. I wasn't sure. And then I was hooked immediately. Yes. And that's one that, you know, it grew on me. Like it, like you were saying, it's oh, such a beautiful movie. Seth, you got to watch the- it. Was that yeah. the troll one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> kind of threw me. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I had three people text me this weekend saying that they watched it because my review was so high and saying okay. that they loved it. So you, you oh, got to wow. join us. All right. Yeah. I'll, we had I'll, a, I'll do it. We had a bunch of messages, actually. I mean, not a bunch, but maybe half a dozen after we aired the preview show, both saying, like, we are absolutely not watching a troll movie. 
And <laughs> I just had it on. I was like doing dishes and had it on. And and literally 10, 15 minutes in, I didn't know the actor at all. Cause I don't, I haven't watched Ted Lasso really, but the, um, I was like, Oh, I'm kind of into this. And this guy is charming. And the mm-hmm. troll was like just a little bit. So that it was actually, um, not, not just good for Hallmark, but I thought it was a good movie overall and totally yeah. unique. So it, it was cool. Seth, give it a try. And by give it a try, okay. I mean, say yes and never watch it. And <laughs> <laughs> there's a higher chance of Seth going to Norway than watching it. But if you do, let us know. We'll, we'll do a review. That'll be fun. Okay. The surprise of the year. But we are here tonight for a specific reason. And, and mm-hmm. we had to bring in help because I think we're both mm-hmm. a little befuddled with this one. <laughs> Magic and Mistletoe, starring mm-hmm. Paul Campbell and uh, other people whose names I'm not recalling right now. Uh, do you know, Casey, who else is I in it? I think her name is Lindy Greenwood. We're going with Lindy Greenwood. Oh. I, Wait, I apologies hope I did not if not. That up. Uh, let's see. Well, I should have known before this, but that's all right. Oh, here we go. Magic and Mistletoe. We got a great name for a Hallmark actress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lindy Greenwood. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I read your review, Casey, and again, at the heart of reviews, she does great reviews. It's, I've, gone to, I've, I've read some of your reviews on movies I wasn't sure of and have gone and watched them after you've given them either a good review or resoundingly bad, and then I had to check it out as well. But this one, you made a good point. You're like, start off saying basically, like, I, this movie should work. This, it should have the parts that work. There's something a little off here. But we can give just a quick uh, synopsis of what was going on. And uh, Casey, if you want to jump in or if you want to lead it, you can, or I'll just kind of take us through. Um, I trust you, Chad. I think you got it. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So um, basically, Paul Campbell plays this author of Christmas books, and he's he's a huge star in the book world with this book, Magic and Mistletoe. Mistletoe is the town where he grew up. But he goes off and does like an Elon Musk style tweet and blows everything up. And he's like, look, Christmas is fake. It's all about money, basically. He's getting a little bit like Charlie Brown Christmas existential crisis here, but he tweets it out. So they send this PR lady to figure out what to do. And she's like, oh God, come on, man. It's the week before Christmas. Uh, And they decide, the publishing house, the best time ever to launch a Christmas book, of course, is Christmas Day, when Christmas (laughs) is essentially over, when all the stores are closed, when people have bought all their gifts, let's launch it that day when no one can actually buy it or read it. So <laughs> I don't know why Hallmark does that, but they do. So they, so I'm, I'm at this point going, this is awesome. We're going to go to his hometown. I love when they go to the hometowns. Mistletoe, mistletoe sounds wonderful. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. We'll watch his journey. She goes to visit him, the PR lady. Her name is April. And I'm like, okay, it's on. First thing he does, he's just very curmudgeonly, okay, we could deal with that. But he's just kind of rude to her and mean. And right off the bat, I'm like, oh, I don't like this guy. They try to resolve his issues by making him likable to everybody else. But then I'm kind of like, well, now he's just being rude to her and he's a nice guy. So he's just being a jerk specifically to her. We've got a long way to go. Long story short, we go through meeting the town, meeting the people. He has a change of heart. They seem to start falling for each other. She does a couple of things that betrays his trust. They get back together. He uh, quotes himself in his own book, which is mind blowing. <laughs> That's what I would do if I had a book, I guess, too, though, especially if you're courting someone. Um, they had a great s'more scene in there. They make up. They fall in love. They kiss. It's 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 all there. It's all not there. My mind was kind of blown on this one. I don't know, Casey. We've enlisted your help. You're an expert. 
I, I, normally we would start with like cast performances and things. So if you want to start there, we can, and then we'll go into overall and some key moments. So cast performances, Seth and Casey, what do you think overall of the actors? Not in general, but in this movie specifically. Uh, you know, I love Paul Campbell. Love Paul Campbell. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a great mm -hmm. actor. He's a wonderful writer. This movie, it's nothing against his acting. His acting was great. I just don't think that this character was uh, was it for me. Wasn't the kind of character I was looking for. Like you said, he was kind of rude. And yeah. Paul Campbell's done rude before. He did say, he said right off the top, this is the worst character I've ever played. Like the most unlikable character. But mm -hmm. it's just... It wasn't fun to watch. It wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted from Paul Campbell because I know that he's such a comedic actor. Right, right. And Seth, you haven't seen him before at all, right, in anything? No, no, which is, so he's typically a much more whimsical, or let's say whimsical, <laughs> that's an acting term, um, <laughs> upbeat, kind of in your face. Like he was very <laughs> subdued in this role. I mean, he was kind of like yes. this reclusive author. He was in Seth, you didn't see... Someone um, messaged us and said, you have to watch Three Wise Men and a Baby, which Casey, I'm sure you saw and you liked it. Oh, yes. um, okay. okay. Some people didn't like it. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, but he was in that. He was hilarious. He was good. Every time they showed him on camera here, I know he was supposed to play this, like I said, curmudgeonly character or somebody who was a recluse, but he seemed like he didn't want to be there. Like he was waiting for the director to yell rap. And I don't want that. <laughs> you can be like someone who doesn't want to be there as the character, but don't totally give out the vibe. Like you don't even want to be on set that day. And he did. And especially not with her. And I'm like, they've got a long way to go to, yeah. to get back together. So it, yeah. was, it was interesting. They Their kind of chemistry said it as low was bar. not, was not there. I, I felt like every single other man in this movie and some of the women, I was like, she has great chemistry with them. But with yeah. Paul Campbell, I just, I wasn't seeing it. They had, chemistry where I was like oh they need to kiss or do something because they clearly have some tension going on but not yes. romantic tension you know yeah like at best they'd be have a good working relationship is where I thought they could end up not like mm -hmm. falling in love because they were in a bad shape so yeah but then again, he's a huge star, like a big author, and she's been a fan of his books her whole life. So there is less of a bar to overcome in fairness to the writers. But OK, so Seth, what did you think that you've never seen him? You've never seen her, right? Because you've only you haven't yeah. seen too many of these movies. It's like your 17th Hallmark movie, I think, <laughs> since right September, which is yeah, which is cool. Um Casey, by the way, did you, I don't know if you happen to see, we have an episode, and, and for those of you at home, also, uh, where Seth just saw for the first time, It's a Wonderful Life, and he just tried eggnog live on air, and we put that up on YouTube, <laughs> at Christmas Cousin Spot on YouTube, and you can watch his second ever sip, I couldn't do the first sip, but the second ever, and it is hilarious, so... These are a lot of firsts this year for our little Sethy. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Um, what did you think, Seth, Act just acting-wise? Um, having not known anything about any of them, um, I thought it was decent. But, yeah, I, the the relationship between Harrington and uh, April, it, yeah, I was like, is it going to go somewhere? I mean, obviously, ultimately, it did. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know where that was, where, where right. they were going with it or what that was going to become. So, right. Okay. So yeah, I think you definitely should go back 
It's a disservice to not go see Three Wise Men and a Baby. It's really funny, Seth. You'll definitely like that one. What else would you recommend, Casey, from Paul Campbell that he should see? My all-time favorite is Window Wonderland. It's one of the really old ones. It's like 2013. It's so good. Paul Campbell also plays a little unlikable. He's a little stalkery in some bits, Mm -hmm. but he's very charming. He's very funny. There are a lot of innuendos in that movie, more than I remembered, which is kind of funny. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Old Hallmark, Hallmark used to be like that. Everything 2013 and, and before. But uh, oh, yeah, it's know. it's a pretty fun one. They get trapped in a mall. It's great. Okay. <laughs> Window Wonderland. I don't know. Seth won't, won't like that. When he was a child, he was locked in uh, the mall once for three weeks. And he survived <laughs> only on leftover pretzels. So right. it's a whole nother story we're going to be talking about in, I think, a February episode. But so you said, don't watch we Window Wonderland. It's going to it's going to be okay. hard for you. Stir yeah. up some so, old memories. But there was uh, he was in another. What was it? The Starlight Cafe Christmas by Starlight. Was Christmas that by I Starlight. That, that one's one. really good, too. I like that one. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He hired the lady as an assistant. And anyway, he, he was fine. But yeah, I think for him, he has to play a likable guy because clearly he can play unlikable maybe too well. So <laughs> let's discuss some of the key moments here. Obviously, a big key moment is early on, um, she does something that she thinks is, is nice for him. And, and it, it, well, not nice. She, she talks about the, um, that they might sue him. So let's go over that. He, if he doesn't make his appearances, he's contractually obligated to make appearances. She's like, our company will sue you. Sounds reasonable to me. That's you have to be yeah. part of your contract. And then he finds out that they weren't going to sue and gets really mad that they weren't going to sue. I mean, <laughs> usually reserve that for when they're going to sue. But okay. <laughs> right. We're looking for a relief scene. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. So what did you guys think about that first? That was like the, you know, there always has to be conflict. That was the first conflict. Yeah, as far as meet cutes go, that's a really violent one. Just to be like, yeah, also, you're, we're gonna sue you if you don't come with right. me to your hometown. Right. Yeah, I. But the thing that got me is he gets so angry when she says they're not really gonna sue him, and it's like you should have figured that one out. You have so much money, and they're a small publishing house. If all they're doing is like Christmas books that they put out on Christmas Day, right. um, so they don't have the money to sue this very famous author. Of course, right, they're not. Right. Going. You just didn't think that through. That's true. And he also, he ended up doing what he had to do anyway. So there was no reason there. So that was actually the meet cute. That's when they just first met. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, He was in the shop. He didn't know her for some reason. You'd think that he would. Yeah. How did he not know her? She's the head like PR lady at his PR company. Oh, that's a big hole. I didn't think of that one. Yeah. And she was uh, that woman, Mallory, like her sidekick or whatever. But I understand like Mallory was like the on air talent but she was also like running the company or something. I was just like, wow, this woman's wearing many hats. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and basically they go, so they go through and it's his hometown and they start meeting all his childhood friends who they find out are characters in the book. And I thought that was a cool little twist. Like we meet whatever his friend was Jake or something. Um, And, and now I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to meet his friends. We have some cool welcoming events. We're going to see the town. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. But it just kept, for me at least, and, and I, Casey, I wanted to have you on a movie that, I, that we really liked. It's a lot more fun sometimes, but it just kept falling flat. Like they go to the first event, like Will Harrington show up. He doesn't show up. And then it's like, okay, he goes to um, uh, the home, the hotel owner explains how it's helping the town. So we're like, now it's not just about you, dude. It's about the whole town. So stop being so selfish and yeah. get out there. 
Now, the welcoming dinner. I was all in here because they had the drink options, mistletoe punch. That was awesome. <laughs> and Seth, I'm sorry, there's an eggnog option. So I'm sorry. About I didn't that even one. see that. I must have oh, completely blacked it out or bl- blocked it <laughs> you out. Blacked it, you blacked it out. <laughs> like It'll come out in therapy soon, Seth. Right. <laughs> the, uh, don't worry about that. So what did you guys think about that device with the childhood friends where they're all the characters? I, I liked that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cute. Although I didn't like that all of their character names ended in Y's. Like this whole yeah. book, it was like Marty, Sully, Misty, the Fairy. <laughs> Which is right, confusing. Right. Yeah, right. That's true. I guess that. Uh, well, it, the, were these like young adult books or were these child books? They're like young adult, right? Yeah, it's like young adult. It was giving me sort of like Harry Potterish vibes, but it was about a kid right. who keeps trying to wish for stuff and it keeps falling flat, which seems pretty middle grade to me. But you know, right? I think they there's two things Hallmark did this year. They had the fake books, Magic and Mistletoe, and that alternate movie that was in Biltmore Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think if they produced the movie and put out the books, they would really be cool adjuncts to their own offerings because we would all get them, and that'd be kind of fun to have. So mm-hmm. even if they're not good. Seth's worried because now he's going to have to watch a new ball, a Biltmore <laughs> spinoff and a series of books to read. You're right. So, sorry, Seth. I have to immerse myself even more in this world. It's fine. Yeah. You Been thought good you so were far. out, Seth. Okay. So basically, uh, the PR lady goes to the house. She gives him uh, some tea to calm him down. And she's basically like, uh, look, we find out why he hates Christmas. And again, we just watched Charlie Brown Christmas recently, Seth and I. So it made me think of a Charlie Brown Christmas where Charlie Brown's bummed on the entire holiday because it's become so commercialized. So, okay. But he is the main benefactor of the commercialization of Christmas from his book. I mean, it wasn't like it was, you know, it was, that was a weird ploy. I thought too. Again, I'm I'm befuddled by this one. But I mean, that was from his first book. So should he be, (laughs) this is going to come off bad, but, should he be obligated all these years later to still shoulder that responsibility? I would say it's debatable, but right. he's got another book coming out. So you gotta. <laughs> it seemed like he'd done like five of these. Cause then when they yeah. were showing these terrible book covers, that's just, this isn't what books look like. Um, mm, it seemed weird. like there was a whole series and then they talked about how there were movies. So I thought maybe he was angry because the publisher was trying to force him into writing another book of the series, but that's right. what he didn't want to do. But that didn't okay. seem like the conflict. So they should have gone Stephen King's misery and just had her strap him down and like beat his feet until he wrote the next book. But by the way, Casey, you notice Seth is uh, um, is always going to side with the wealthy, the one percenters in these movies, <laughs> the, reclu- the recluse, one of the two. Always, he's like, hey, you know, find yeah, just because he made his money a while ago in the book, why should he have to be beholden to the people who made him? <laughs> That you're not really in touch with the rest of us, but that's why we love you here, Seth. That's why. No, I mean, he gave that town a huge boost and helped. I yes. mean, helped establish them as a, as a tourist destination. But it's a uh, right crowd. I don't know. Crowd I to say I, I kept that feeling that. the entire time. Okay. But on that recluse front, what I think is really interesting is. So they say that he like he's such a recluse. He doesn't talk to anybody. He doesn't go anywhere. And we see that he skips that first event, and then immediately he's so fine. Like he does one press event, and he does he yeah. answers everything beautifully. And then he's right. just completely open to the world. Right. All of a sudden, that's it. He's like, "Hey, I right. saw the light." Yeah. That it would have been a little no more park. believable. 
But, yeah. Right, right. It would, I think it would have been a little more believable if, like, afterwards, there was a shot of him just completely breaking down. He's like, I don't know how I do that, and just goes back in. And it's like, right, you know, they think three months drink? later, and he's just, you know, hair all grown out, like, you know, Howard Hughes, and the nails are all grown. Yes. <laughs> we got to clean you up, buddy. Let's go, Harry. You should have punched up that script, Seth. That would be good. Like, right, if we see him three months later, and he's just a real recluse. If we want to go reclusive, let's go full on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Now, what about uh, there was this MC here, the, mm, uh, the Lance DJ Lightning. MC Lance Lightning. Was that his name? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. All right, favorite character in the book, Lance Lance Lightning. Right. Oh. <laughs> That's um. That's gonna be uh. That's cool. That's like hashtag Lance Lightning. That's gonna be trending, I think. So okay, so he goes on and he's trying to get you know everybody going. He introduces him. Paul Campbell's character Harry or Harrington goes up immediately, charms the audience so he can put it on when he needs to, and they're like, okay, um, you know. So it, we're starting to see it, that he is charming, that he's coming along a little bit, and and this is weird though. So oh, first of all. They have is this oh they have a scene where they have s'mores. I was all in. The s'mores is great. That was really um, right. You like that, Seth? Yeah, that was all the yeah, yeah. Right You see like a dog off to the side, like hey, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I, I'm not a big. I, I like. I'll eat the graham crackers and the chocolate. Um, I'm pretty not big, a huge Seth. marshmallow like fan. <laughs> Sorry, every time he says um, I'm not that big. Okay, go on. But the addition of uh, the cinnamon sugar. There's only yes. little touch. That was incredible. I'm like, that's it. That's the missing link. All these years, maybe that will get me to put marshmallows in my s'mores. Has anyone um, tried this, the cinnamon sugar on a s'more yet? I have not. I haven't, but I need to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm thinking I know, that was thing cool. It's kind of sad when the best part of the movie was the cinnamon sugar secret ingredient. Like That's not <laughs> saying much about the show. So, At least it was educational. That's true. Yeah, right? absolutely. We took something from it. Yeah, that would have been cool. We should have thought of it and all made the s'mores and tried them on air. That would have been cool. Oh, well. Yeah. Another time. We'll have to try recipes from these shows. So basically, again, he goes through, why don't you like it? He's like, Christmas is too commercialized. We're like, we know. We got that from act one, scene one. You don't have to keep repeating it. Um, and uh, she's missing her family. He starts being like, kind of mean to her again. Now, let's discuss this scene. She like breaks into his house. <laughs> as a benevolent thief and 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 gives him this beautiful tree right casey what happens here if for somebody who didn't see the movie he he he, he comes home to a fully decorated tree in his house i'd be thrilled yes he comes home to a fully decorated house and they'd been getting along i think pretty well right before this and he just goes ballistic he tells her to like get yes. out of the house he goes yes. insane he's really upset he does yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, I, like, I think it's like the, the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, like it kind of makes sense to me because we know that he has a lot of like Christmas-related trauma with his parents' right. death, which it, their mysterious death. Who knows? Um, he killed them. Exactly. I think <laughs> he such a mystery. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of guilt there. But right. like, <laughs> no, exactly. Him. It's actually a horror movie. Um, That's right. All of his friends are like in on it. Like they helped her decorate the house. So you'd think right. he would lighten up, but no, he just like he hates her after that. Yeah. What'd you think, Seth? Yeah, or even if his friends I mean, who could who could tell the uh his friend Chris? Um, you know, Chris or, or Lynn would have given him a heads up, like listen, or given April a heads up, like listen, this is a really big thing for him. So 
don't decorate everything. Let's start with this right on the mantelpiece or something like that. And then yeah. start slow. But, uh, and then Chris chimed in and said, nobody, I, I couldn't understand a word that guy said. Uh, there was an accent. I, I, his, I don't think his mouth moved the entire time when he had speaking parts. Uh, right. It probably moved other times, but um, yeah, it was, I was just, I, I got, I became so fixated. Thankfully he wasn't in the movie a lot. So I wasn't hung right. up on that, but I have I a know. clip Seth of him enunciating his words. Here we go. That's it. That's the whole clip. That's as clear as we could get. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So Seth, you once again, agree mm. with Harrington, the one percenter, you think <laughs> if somebody decorates your house for you, that's a reason to be angry at them. Is that what well, we're getting no. at here? <laughs> no, whoa, it completely <laughs> is. No, I your was staff thinking, is I think scurrying it's... behind you, taking down the tree they just put up. <laughs> right. I've never yeah, seen of course people. so. Of Casey, course do you so. see how quickly they're moving? <laughs> all right, so the misinterpretation of it. Um, yeah, not what I was saying at all. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know, Seth. You're about as clear as that character Chris right there. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Let's move on. It's probably okay. wasn't an uh, important and salient Here's point. Here's my so. thought. This is where he was irrevocably unlikable because <laughs> you went into his house and put a tree. Even if you're, you don't like the tree, you hate the tree, the tree traumatized you, it traumatized you. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag copyright trademark. So if that's the case, you still have to be a decent human being. Be a mensch and go, you know what? Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, one thing you don't know is I hate trees, but I do appreciate the thought or just not everybody has to know your neuroses every second. And <laughs> just be like the, I, I recognize that her intention was good and don't be a jerk about it. So that mm -hmm. was like, it was she brought him the tea or the s'more. What if he was like, oh, I hate marshmallows and now I hate <laughs> you. Like she doesn't know. She just met you. True. So yeah. after that, I'm like, this guy's done. I'm done Can with him. Yeah talk about his house for a second yeah because in the beginning of the movie chris allegedly you know maybe i misheard him because he wasn't very clear but chris <laughs> says that the house is a museum um, right for him which first of all then later in the movie he says that uh harrington built the house after he had like gotten wealthy so i don't even know right. if like his parents lived there until they died i don't know who has lived here has it just been vacant but it just no part of this is a museum. There aren't even any right. plaques. There's nowhere to go. There are no rope stuff. There's nothing to do with right. this house. So what it's are not they doing literally, Right. It's not literally a museum. And it's not figuratively a museum for him because it's not frozen in the past of his childhood because they say he moved in as an adult. So yeah. where and is it a museum? It. Yeah, the yeah. only thing I could think of no, that was very confusing. So when they're sitting on that bench and they're looking out at the end and, you know, it came up with the idea for the angel uh, or the fairy. And yeah, and he explains that, that, you know, he built it up and everything. But yeah, I was thinking just that spot, the land itself was what. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Then how My do you guess was <laughs> they watched Christmas in Biltmore, a Biltmore Christmas and quickly okay. rewrote the script. So like, oh, the house is a museum works really well. Let's throw yeah. that in because <laughs> that's a museum. That's a house, I guess, the Biltmore. But mm -hmm. well, I guess it's just a museum now. I don't know if anybody lives there, at least not knowingly. It could be squatters. It's a big house. But um, they yeah, so that made no sense. It's like you can write whatever you want in these. Why would you write that line if it's not a museum in either the literal or figurative sense? Good point, <laughs> yeah. Casey. Thank you. You're right. Are there like tour guides walking around his home? 
Right, right. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yes. I, we just needed one velvet rope or something. Yeah. They're just saying yes. this way. One, <laughs> one rope and I would have, that would have covered it. So <laughs> basically now we're going like to the main street scene and I'm like, and maybe, I mean, my timing may be off, but I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I love these movies for the small town, downtown main street scenes. And I don't know. I didn't even get enough of that. It was cool. It was a very fun festival. It looked like, but all of a sudden the crowd realizes it's Harrington and they just totally bum rush him, which is funny because Seth, I felt I was thinking of you because when he goes okay. somewhere, people just start chanting, you know, the Sethies movement and everything. <laughs> they go crazy for Seth. So Seth, how did you personally feel? Because you, you've had this happen to you with crowds just recently on Michigan Avenue. I read about it. <laughs> it's a, yeah. This it's just something I deal with all the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. So Seth, how did you feel? Where I guess you were formed. I, I, there's probably people not. Oh geez, don't let them in, Seth. This is like every time More we're here, they try to get in. Don't answer, Seth. They do. Close. Sorry. Close, Seth. Yes. Good. Okay. Sometimes they try to break in through the gate. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. oh, good. Seth? Got secured. I got it all covered. Okay. Good. Casey, sorry if he gets if he gets a, you know just accosted by a crowd right now. We'll we'll have to pause for a second, but you'll that's just, a shame. We'll answer. just turn his okay. house into a museum. Send him some walls. <laughs> we'll put a tree in there. Turn his house into a museum, and and wait until he writes the sequel for Christmas Day. Perfect. <laughs> right. That would make that would Throw make a an couple awful other uh, artifacts from my youth that uh, were traumatizing, and yeah, yes. it would be fine. <laughs> Actually, Casey, you see behind his head that beautiful uh, Christmas cousins pod sign behind him. Oh. That's an artifact people would pay to see for sure. What mm -hmm. a true. I certainly would. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Seth, we should Thanks, circulate it, send it around like a flat Stanley and everyone who's a guest on the show signs it. That'd be fun. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Get on that. And then we you, auction Seth? off for a good cause. Yeah. yeah. That'd be very we could cool. auction it off. <laughs> so basically, so, okay, they hold a contest for these people baking. This is another scene that kind of was a little wacky. We're talking not like $100, $50. Talking five thousand dollars around the holidays. This is a major thing. And he goes, "Okay, eight-year-old niece, get up here and you choose <laughs> right. who gets it." I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and there was more eggnog, so we know that uh, Seth would have hated this competition. Hated this. Right. Hated really, this. See, it's so funny. You think it would be on my radar right now, and I'd right. be like, "Oh, there's eggnog. There's a cup. There's a cup. you know." It's just like I completely did not see it, but. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're leaving that in the hands of an eight-year-old. And those three contestants could not have like, oh, fine. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, please. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, also, I don't understand really... the rules of this competition because like one guy made a cake and then there were the eggnog brownies and then there was something else. It's like, what if you just hate cake? I mean, then you're not going to pick the right. cake. It was, I feel like there needed more, more guidelines here. Yeah, right, like absolutely. all gingerbread, all brownies, all something, <laughs> not just whatever you bring. True, right? All cookies. <laughs> they have cookies where they do cookies versus cookies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, another point. Okay, so, then Harry all of a sudden flies her mom out. So, like, okay, he's a good guy, I guess. But wasn't it just the scene before? Like, he got mad about the tree? Like, red flags all over the place mm -hmm. with this guy. The mom should be like, this is weird. They're at the banquet. Yeah. He gives the speech. He does the whole thing with the fairies. That's the scene. And they wanted the big reveal to be like, okay, this is where all the fairies are from. But we weren't that invested in the book or the fairies. Like we should have been to care about that scene, right? Was I the only one? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I didn't get it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It would have been okay, nice if like some of that would have been played out like, oh, this is not necessarily saying it was from the book, but you know, some of these characters or the ad- adapted characters um, play out the scene or something that connect us to the book other than like, it was just written about this town. It's like, is there stories in it that are right, reflective of the yeah. people of the town or I know it's your friends, but come on, we want the meat of it. <laughs> right. Like more of the, um, like if the house was in the book, that would have made sense and then to make it more museum-like or more of the places you would want to go and see, like mm. in Home Alone. Seth just went and saw the Home Alone house. So that's like something that would be iconic from the book, but they didn't have that, so we didn't care about that. Okay, so then they get together, they kiss, blah, blah, blah. I think we've covered all that. Did we miss anything else unique or anything else that we should be discussing or trying to unpack here? I think we've covered most of it. Um pretty much the movie but you know what i'm missing yeah. and what i think the movie yeah. was missing was uh any moments where he learned where he got better right. like he he got better we saw it happen but there was no there was no why behind it it just it just happened right good point like why did he fly her mom out all of a sudden what was the yeah. change of heart right or and did then, like, one of his handlers he- say it Right, yeah, and he talks to Lance Lightning, and then all of a sudden he's he's changed and he's fine to go out into the town, even right. if he has to wear a disguise. He's still gonna go out and have a fun time. Like it's, I just, I feel like that's what was missing from it because all the elements were there. It's just there was no cohesive arc for this man who was right. very irredeemable, as you said. And and that costume was ridiculous. It was like Clark Kent and Superman, like his glasses on so no one can recognize him. Like the guy had a beanie and a beard on, and the lady who knew him his whole life was like, who are you, stranger? Lumberjack? <laughs> right. He's like, it's me. It's like if I couldn't recognize my cousin Seth because he has a beanie on right now, basically. Like, who are you right there? What Did you break into Seth's house? That was ridiculous. What and then they done? go, we're going to a costume ball. He goes, how will I know who you are? I'm like, what are they like? Going like Heidi Klum level Halloween costume, like it's a costume ball. Right. You'll figure it out. It was yeah, that was funny. I thought, but like he's gonna wear the glasses and the nose and the mustache, and they have no idea who he is. That's what was going on. So why were there so many men there dressed like she said it was like Book of Four Marty or something? Like why is this one scene? Why is this everybody's costume of choice? Right, right. Other than Hallmark's, Hallmark's limited budget. And that's what the yeah. extras had on them. <laughs> I guess they had to work around that. All right. So that's where we were. So let's compare it and then we'll give a rating um, mm-hmm. because I think we've covered all of it. it. Although what's funny, we've watched it. We've covered it. I still don't know what's going on in this movie or how it made air in its final version. <laughs> it so easily could have been good. I feel a little robbed of a good Paul Campbell movie this year, especially after the big one last year. But um, so, okay, so... How would you compare this, Casey, if you want to start um, compared to the other movies you've seen? Is this, uh, there's been what? So about 35 at this point or something? Where would this rank for you? Yeah, we're nearing at the end. Um, I can actually give you my number uh, of where it sits for me. I know that it's sort of in the middle. I think I gave it like a five point something out of 10. I rated on plot, character, writing, emotional payoff, all of that. Um, Right. Much more detailed so, than us, Seth. Yeah, absolutely. Emotional payoff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> to me. Could have been having that all this whole time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sits about middle of the road on the lower okay. end. Like there isn't a ton that's uh that's less than it. I think I have like 
three or four movies that have gotten a lower score than this one. Wow. So it's yeah. pretty low. Oh. Okay. Okay. So just for uh, this season, uh, so that is just low. For this season, um, yeah. Casey, at the end of the season, do you give a ranking of all your movies? Because I love those rankings, like your top. I haven't, but I feel top. like I should. I feel like yeah. you've, you've inspired me to. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be, be great fun. to we'll see. Post it. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would love to see just these. Obviously, we're doing these and stuff, and I would love to see the ones we've seen and review, kind of where they stack up in it. It's uh, yeah. I have no and Seth, are you still now. keeping? Are you still keeping your list? I am. Your, yeah, I am. Um, rating. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you see my face illuminated. That wasn't yeah. uh, for a fact. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, yeah, no, I pulled up the list and uh, to see to see where I haven't added this one yet. Um, I will okay. say after the three of us going through it, um, you have changed me. I, I was oh, ranking yeah. it fairly high. Um, no. Yeah, and maybe that's on me. Maybe that's my mistake. I was putting more. I don't know. I feel like I need to be a little more consistent in how I'm watching these movies because sometimes it's like, well, oh, Seth, okay, you love rich recluses. This is right up your alley. <laughs> I, I knew you would like this one. And I think that was the big draw for it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I know you were watching it, so I knew you were watching it, but you weren't really giving me any indication of like, oh, this one's really good or this is, you know, true awful. So. Yeah, see, Casey, um, sometimes I can't help myself. I'll be watching one of them and I'll be like, I'm not, we don't want to talk before we do the review about mm -hmm. it, but I'll be like, oh my gosh, chef, uh, whatever. You know, there were some that stood out to me like Christmas Island. I liked, that was a fun one. I'm like, oh man, Seth, there's this, oh, whatever. Christmas, everything. You're going to another <laughs> small town, Seth, you know? And uh, so this one, yeah, you didn't really hear from me uh, on it. So I guess that I was did. indicative. But when yeah. I do get those, the, uh, the immediate people pleaser side of me goes into like, all right, if I, it doesn't necessarily shape my review, but it does come into play when I feel like I have to deliver some bad news or drop a bombshell. Like, well, so, um, right. yeah, I, I'm going to, you know what? I think, and I, we only have like one more weekend left of these movies. And I hope you get to the, your answer before then, Seth, because it's oh, taken forever to get there. Sorry, I do this. <laughs> Casey, as family, you're just going to have to deal with this side of me. That's right. It's uh, for years, therapies, all different uses, <laughs> shock treatment stuff to correct this. <laughs> Nothing is taken. Nothing. So. No, it works. Casey, the drum roll, he has a Pavlovian response to this. So there you go. He'll give an answer at the end of it. <laughs> That are here, that are here, and cousin Chad say, cousin Chad say hello, hello, <laughs> like when I know, it, right. or should I say ho, ho, ho? Right. Um, I'm gonna put this one pretty much in the in the middle um, of my list. Okay. Um, as far as uh, I'm gonna, oh man, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go three and a half. Okay. I'm go three, three and, and a half. half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I think. Uh, what do you think, crowd? Odd Candy response, um, <laughs> odd response crowd, but okay. All right, three and a half. It's not bad. The, the marching band is playing. They still only know one song. It's been a whole season. Next season, we're definitely hiring a new marching band set because they just, they're not cutting it. But anyway, so three and a half out of five candy canes. We have no ranking criteria like you, Casey. There's no emotional payoff. It's just whatever That's random okay. number Seth spits out. What, what would you give this Casey out of five? Um, out of five candy canes, I'm going to go with a two. Wow, a two. Oh, two wow. Okay. Oh. 
two, two, two and a half. Wow. Okay. This one was just not cutting it for you. That's the big snore right there. Wow. Okay. I um, I gauge them on a few things. I look at, I like it when it's a small town. I like it when it's all Christmassy and there's nothing too heavy about it. It's fully escapist. I like when the adults have nothing to do for two weeks, but talk about their favorite flavor candy cane, which there's only one real flavor. So, I mean, I know there's a lot now, but we know what I mean. So um, this, I wasn't feeling it at all. I don't want to spend a night when I'm trying to like relax with a curmudgeon. I would never hang out with this guy. Uh, there wasn't enough Christmas in it for me, not enough small town vibe for me, although it had promise of it. So I also gauge it by would I watch it again? I almost hmm. didn't watch it all the way through the first time. So this is definitely on the lower end for me. I'm giving it like a, like a one and a half. I mean, it was just, it just, it was a, just a disaster for me. I'm, I was throwing dishes at the end. Unfortunately, it might have been one of my lowest ones, but um, that's how it goes sometimes, and you just don't know. But Casey, what was uh, I know? Maybe you don't want to give it away, but what were some of your tops? You don't have to say which one, but your top choices this movie, uh, this season so far. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to this say your number so one top. Far, uh, Mystic Christmas is really high up there. My Norwegian Holiday, okay. Round and Round. Loved I love it. Round and Round. Love As a Jewish person, that. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah, it's, it's oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Biltmore was up there, but I, I watched Biltmore again, and then I was like, mm, I feel like the plot's really interesting and new and fun, but I don't know if it's if it holds up as much as I thought it did upon first watch. But right, um, yeah, and Santa Summit I really liked. I have a lot this year that are up there more than normal, I would say. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seth, what that's do you the think? one I missed. I wanted to see Santa Summit. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Still can, but Seth, weird. round and round is great. Now, my wife normally doesn't like these. Like, I sit there, and the whole time I'm like, oh, "This is great." She's like, "Oh my gosh, can we watch The Crown?" And um, <laughs> I told her, "Yes, in January, we'll get there at some point." But um, so she loved round and round. So that's highly recommended. It was unique. It was witty. Seth and I also celebrate Hanukkah, so mm-hmm. that was a fun one to see. Um, so I love when they're showing all the different traditions and everything. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. It made me want to eat a jelly donut for sure uh, and <laughs> yeah. get some latkes. So mm-hmm. that was a good one. And um, Santa Summit was very unique and different. So that was cool too. I'm interested to see your end of the year rankings now, Casey. I think that's going to be a good yeah. one. For sure. Yeah, I got to do it now. Thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> yeah. And Seth, I think we need to do a separate show with your ratings as well, because I don't know what you like. And and we don't have just from this season. We have all different ones from the Christmas train all mm-hmm. the way through. So Seth's will be a very unique list because it's only whatever he's seen. So right. Seth, what probably are some veer of your... off, off track or something. You're like The Office, <laughs> that's a TV show. And nothing. they did have a Christmas <laughs> yeah. episode. The Christmas train derailed. But Seth, I know <laughs> right. we're going to wrap it up in a, in a minute or so. What, it, what mm-hmm. so far is towards the top of your list from what we've seen, from what you've seen so far? Um, the Christmas Cottage. Um, yes. Yeah, that Love was, that I know that was in like, <laughs> I think my top three and it, yeah, it still stayed there. Um, do you know that one, Casey? Oh, I do. I do. <clears throat> That's a fun the, one. A very I've seen, Scottish I've seen it Christmas. 17 times. Okay. <laughs> oh, you like it that I much. I just keep having it on loop. Um, <laughs> I was not a huge fan of Haul Out the Holly uh, lit up. I never, I never saw the first one, so I don't know. I, I <laughs> built a... it up too much for him too. I raised the bar too high on that one, right, Seth? Especially because I kept saying, Haul Out the Holly lit up. And so he was like, oh, it's going to be a party. But it didn't didn't live up to the hype. So I was like Lance Lightning with my DJ skills announcing it, but it just wasn't, it wasn't cutting it for him. 
That's what so, I'm saying. It has so many wealthy people in there. If they all they're doing is spending right. their money on Christmas decorations. You'd think Seth would like it. Seriously, it's right up his alley. You know what's funny? I actually saw on Instagram, I guess it suggested the lady who actually lives in the house. And she was posting behind the scenes and to see like the person who really lives there. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was really interesting to see like, oh, this is someone they took over her house to film two years in a row, the whole neighborhood. And, you know, people really live there. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. But I think we've I think we've covered this movie. We've unpacked it. We've dissected it. We looked inside. We saw no soul. We saw just some <laughs> lifeless organs. Right. So we'll have to try again. So uh, Casey, this was a lot of fun, and we yeah, uh, we'd love to have you back over. We're going to do some Hallmark classics throughout the winter and stuff. We'd love to have you back on, um, and and then you know just kind of reviewing another one with us, maybe one that we all like. That would be yeah, cool. I would love that. That, that would be we'll great. Like. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun because we like these movies, all of us. So I don't want to just poo poo them, but we have to be honest too. And mm-hmm. that's what it is. So everybody yeah, who's listening, it's... go check out at the heart of reviews on YouTube and Instagram. It's really cool. Uh, you could check us out, of course, at Christmas cousins pod and Christmas cousins pod at gmail.com. Uh, go give Casey a, sub- a subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> go follow on Instagram. Give us a mm-hmm. rating if you're on iTunes and uh, a, a Spotify follow, whatever, do it all. And, um, and that's it. And, uh, Seth, any final words on this movie or any movie or um, anything? Oh, the, the movie? No, I think we pretty much covered it all, but, um, okay. yeah, I think we would definitely, uh, we would be remiss if we let her go, but without welcoming, uh, Casey or cousin Casey. Yes. In, yes, cousin Casey. I say welcoming in. We've always been there. It's just, we had a <laughs> little, there was a couple, uh, things in the way of us all meeting so you're right crowd what do you think welcome cousin wow what a resounding response my goodness let's get this party so, going nice the hope is by next time you're on we'll have um some christmas cousins uh like uh, a birth certificate or something something to yeah, make it official yeah, yeah. something tangible people to get hold on to put on their wall and their desk at work well Good i'm time. excited for our next family reunion then yeah, yes, that's gonna be, be crazy. <laughs> the cousins family reunion. I like that. Casey, is there anything else I missed that you want to add or anything else you want to plug while you're here? No, I think that's it. Um, but uh yeah, awesome. everybody should should keep listening to the Christmas Cousins pod. I know I do. Uh love it. Yes. And you can also you. give a rating on Spotify. So tell that to the audience yeah. as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, thank you. I yeah. didn't realize that. you guys heard. Yes, good call. Well, <laughs> I appreciate that, Casey. Thank you. And thank you again for joining us. This has been a lot of fun and we needed some fun and we needed help for this movie. Seth and I couldn't do this alone. And I almost <laughs> did it totally alone when Seth didn't show up on time. So it was I great you're here, Casey. Yeah. I should just I should uh put on YouTube just Seth running in at the beginning. That will that will <laughs> oh, be good. <laughs> that was great. I was dressed, so that's yeah, so it's fine. I think we can post that's it. Start. That's <laughs> a start, Seth. I made sure Jeeves too had everything laid out for you, so you're all good. So everybody, I'm cousin Chad. Who are you, Seth? I'm cousin Seth. And Casey? I'm cousin Casey. That is awesome. Oh, cousin Casey. And everybody, ha- happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, all of it. Merry Christmas. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.